Hey guys, welcome back to the NFL Heads Podcast. My name is Sid Kalyani. I'm here with Josh Shipp, and, and today we're going to be reviewing all of the Week 5 games, starting off with Thursday Night Football, the Rams, and the Seahawks. The Rams beat the Seahawks 26-17, to and there is a note that Russell Wilson is out four to eight weeks, I believe, with the hand injury, yep. and they have Geno Smith now playing in his place. Josh, how big of a blow do you think that is to the Seahawks? I would rather start any of the other 31 backup quarterbacks in the league than Geno Smith. I mean, his first drive that he came in, he didn't look, he he looked pretty good. I have four years of tape to tell me that Geno Smith is a horrible quarterback. There is that. The Seahawks are screwed. (laughs) Yeah, that Russell Wilson has been carrying this team on his back for the entirety of the season so far. And now he, there's, they have Geno Smith now. I don't think Geno Smith's going to carry them for the remainder of the, you know, for the duration that Russell Wilson is out. I think they lose all the games that he's not playing. I have to look at the schedule, but tentatively, I agree with you. Yeah. As for the Rams, this, I expected them to win by more than nine points. Their, the offense seems to, you know, be degressing just, just, just a tad bit, but... They're still coming out on top, so I mean, I don't think that's a problem for them. I, they are still decisively winning games. The only game that they've lost is against a really, really good Arizona team. Yeah. Um, maybe not as good as we thought after this week, but still a really good team. So I still have plenty of faith in the Rams. They can definitely go to the championship or even to the Super Bowl if they wanted to. Yeah, definitely. They're one of the kind of the three or four teams that I'm looking at for a Super Bowl pick right now. Yeah, I would definitely wouldn't be surprised if they come out as the NF, uh, NFC winners. For sure. Yeah. Our next game we have is the Jets and the Falcons. Our first London matchup. And the Falcons won this 27-20. to Now, I expected this game to be 3-0, one of the teams. Mm-hmm. The Falcons' offense, they played surprisingly well. And the Jets' second-half offense played surprisingly well. I mean, Zach Wilson didn't do as good last week in my opinion but he still played pretty good which he's for me he's showing signs of you mean when they won against the titans yes really yes i mean he's definitely showing improvement so maybe maybe he's not a bust yet i'm not counting him as in the bust prospect (laughs) i I know i don't even like you using that word in his presence give me a break i know you don't like him so i don't like me when i say that this game was equatable to whenever like you see that classic love story of there's like a guy or a girl and then there's the girl watching two guys fight each other to get the world. That's what the girl, that's what I feel like watching these two teams, the Falcons who I've been a fan of for uh, quite a long time, but keep screwing me over in a big spot. And the jets who have one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player of all time. So this was a fun game for me in the end. I am glad that the Falcons won because I do think that they are the better team and I think they can win a decent amount of games, get to 8-8 eight and eight and prove that they're not awful. But um, at the same time, it is nice to see Zach Wilson kind of picking up steam. You, you forget that 19, 19 completions off of 32 attempts, no touchdowns and a pick. That are, those are not bad numbers at all for a rookie quarterback, Absolutely, especially yeah. when you consider the system he's in right now. The leading rusher today was Michael Carter. The person behind him was Ty Johnson. 
their offensive line is a bunch of like it's a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Their leading receivers are Corey Davis and Keelan Cole. Yeah, and compared to the previous games that he's had, this is definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, he is he is upward trending. I I would say almost all of the rookie quarterbacks right now are upward trending. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right. Going. The next game we have is the Sorry, I'm pulling it up. The New England Patriots and the Houston Texans. Now, the Patriots won this game 25-22. to I was not expecting this at all. Davis Mills, what do you say about him? I mean, he went off this game. I should probably apologize. I'm not going to because I think he's going to fall flat on his face next week. But this was much, much more of a... Of a really a stumble by the Patriots than it was any kind of a Texans victory. Uh, We know who Davis Mills is. We've seen Davis Mills play. A lot of teams have been able to beat up on the Patriots defense. Um, Don't, please don't take this as a sign of hope, Texans fans. You guys are still going to need Tyrod Taylor back. It's Davis Mills start last week was one of the worst by an NFL quarterback ever. Yeah. Like a Nathan Peterman level bad. Yeah. So just just calm down on, on Davis Mills. If there is anyone who is at all excited. I mean, this seems like a sign of concern for the Patriots. Given Bill Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks, I, this was supposed to be a beatdown, and it wasn't. The The Texans were leading at some point in this game. Most but, most points of this yeah, game. I mean, I didn't, nobody would have thought that. Damian Harris was their leading rusher, but he is out with an injury. Don't know the length on that yet. Their um, their two rushers behind him were Brandon Bolden and a human named Ramondre Stevenson. Mm. So not a lot of promise for a Patriots team that's been trying to rely on the run game. Yeah. You ready to move on? Yep. Awesome. The next game we have... I don't know why it keeps doing yeah. this. I'm sorry. Is the Detroit Lions... And the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the Minnesota Vikings won this game 19-17. to And surprisingly, their kicker didn't miss a field goal. <laughs> Who would have thought? This week was definitely the week that kickers just decide to stop kicking properly. But the Vikings oh, kicker... Oh, we'll get, to, we'll get to Bengals Packers. I have a lot to say about that. Uh, but, as I said earlier, the Vikings kicker made a field goal to win the game. Finally. Yeah. Jeez. It's been years. Well, if I had one takeaway about this game, it's that I don't care about either of these teams, and I think they both stink. I think that the <laughs> Lions, their record, it shows them as 0-5, but I don't think they are 0-5. Really? I, I don't think. Because you look at the past couple of games, they've lost by, you know— Justin Tucker, the greatest kicker of all time, and then this game where they lost a game-winning field goal. They, Jared Goff is actually, for me, doing surprisingly well in this system when I didn't think anybody thought he could do well. He he does seem to be pretty good, but it's not enough. Uh, I would calm down on pretty good. Um, the Lions are playing pretty horrendous football right now, if I'm being honest. The opponents that they've uh, nearly won against have had horrible defenses aside for the 49ers and kind of the Ravens. 
and I think it more speaks to those teams' failures than it does the Lions' successes because they've never been able to score any points on offense. Um, I could see that. Yeah, there's not a ton to say about this game. Neither of these teams are going to be in any kind of contention come, like, December, so. Yeah. This game ultimately meant nothing. Sorry, Lions fans. Mm. Also not sorry, because I have to watch your team every week. Yeah. All right, the next game we have is the Philadelphia Eagles and the Carolina Panthers. The Philadelphia Eagles won this game 21-18, to which to me was a surprise after how well the Panthers have been playing the past couple of weeks. And um, it should be noted that Carolina was up for most of this game, but Philadelphia's defense for once didn't just lay down and become a doormat. They actually picked off Sam Darnold three times. Sam Darnold looked a little more like the Sam Darnold that we've come to know and hate. Um, This was a rough ending showing by Carolina. I mean, besides Chubba Hubbard getting over 100 yards rushing... (sighs) I don't. I didn't see anything good out of this offense for the, the Panthers. The Panthers will have a 100-yard rusher. <laughs> it will happen. Um, what did you think of Jalen Hurts in this game? Well, as I said previously, after the Week One matchup against the Falcons, he was kind of looking as if everyone was overhyping him. And after this game, maybe a little less overhype, but this. He didn't have a passing touchdown. I believe he had two rushing touchdowns mm-hmm. this game. Mm-hmm. He, he he is a dual threat quarterback, yeah. But I think he needs to show more as a passer if you know the Eagles want to have hope. So you're saying he's a poor man's Lamar Jackson? Sure, I can get down with that. Yep. It should be noted though, and I've said this a lot, that the Eagles' defense is horrible, and it's the reason that they're two and three instead yeah. of three and two, or even maybe four and one. If you yeah. wanted to start. Going, going crazy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. All right, the next game we have is the New Orleans Saints and the Washington football team, with New Orleans pulling out the win 33-22. to This game was really fun in terms of the first, I think, four Saints possession. There was a pick, a touchdown, a fumble, and I believe there was another touchdown. That was mm-hmm. the only you know, surprising thing, possibly good thing that I saw out of this Saints team. Jameis Winston was hot. As we said again, this Saints team is a very, very, very hot and cold team. What are the... <sighs> keep keep going. I'll complain about the Saints. Anymore. I mean, I'm going to complain about them right now. I don't know how <laughs> this happens. Like, one week, Jameis Winston throws five touchdowns against the Packers, right? And they're going insane. It's like, oh, he might be the replacement for Drew Brees. And then they just you know, decide not to play football anymore. Well, what happened? Week three, amazing. Week four, bad. Now week five, he's playing amazing. It's Kid- down to a science now. Yeah. All the odd weeks, they play good. All the even weeks, they play bad. Got a bye week coming up. That's going to be tough. Yeah. But I mean, they need to stop doing this. I'm just going to say, I have a picks column that I put out every week. And the Saints were the only team that I hadn't picked a single game of the season correctly. So I resorted to using no amount of logic and just picking every other game. Like if it was a loss last week, it's a win this week. And I got the Saints right on the first time. So (laughs) 
Uh, now the only thing I'm worried about is in week seven, what am I going to do after the bye week? Because I'm sure not using any analytical skill to pick a Saints game anymore. I mean, they won this week, so maybe <laughs> maybe a loss? I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'll probably end up just throwing a dart at a dartboard completely blindfolded. But yeah. we'll see. That that That's how this i don't i don't know that's how saints games work now yeah they're just that weird yeah all right our next game we're going to is the titans and the jaguars titans winning 37 to 19 quiet day for derrick henry i mean he had only 130 yards only let's pick up the pace (laughs) (laughs) he had three rushing touchdowns ryan Tannehill. I mean, he didn't have a good game, but they have Derrick Henry. And it's against the Jags. Well, it's not that he didn't have a good game. It's just that he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. I mean, of course, when it's against the Jaguars, Derrick Henry seems to go off. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as said, this defense is worrisome. They, they're they the reason that they're 3-2 and two right now. Possibly not 4-1, and one, or maybe even 5-0 and oh if you want to push it. No. But this their offense showing that they can... Put up points, you know, even with injuries to the wide receiver position. But that defense, ugh. yeah, that defense isn't doing too much for him. Um, one positive I'm taking out of this game is that Trevor Lawrence is on a, a kind of an upward trend. Not, I wouldn't go too dramatic, but he's working well on the ground at least. And um, as a passer, he's at least marginally improving. Yeah. Same way that Zach Wilson is. Mm-hmm. Um, Tavon Austin being their third receiver is a little worrisome. I know that they're without DJ Chark, but we've pretty much established that Tavon Austin is a bust, so yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I'm glad that they're using LaVisca Chenault for the one reception for 58 yards that they're getting out of him. That was a monster reception. Though, it, it, it was. Why not throw it to him more is my question. Yeah. Uh, James Robinson had a pretty good game. 149 rushing yards and a touchdown. I think he was his only you know, good part of the team but you know they're still winless well i i think they played well enough against the Bengals to kind of prove that they're better than some of these middling one and four teams like the dolphins or the texans yeah i guess so So they're not i mean they they don't they're not an zero and five team in the same way that the lions are an zero and five team they're yeah. playing better yeah. yeah all right the next game we have is the miami dolphins and the tampa bay buccaneers with tampa bay winning 45 to 17 when is Brady going to retire? Hmm. Um, well, let's see. He's 45. Average life expectancy is 76. That'd make it probably 2052. Yeah. I mean, 411 passing yards, five touchdowns. He doesn't look like he was regressing at all. Like, the cliff that people are saying he's going to reach, there is no cliff. He's just going to retire when he feels like it. That's, that's, he's not going to retire. He's probably not even going to retire at all. <laughs> this man never feels like retiring. Yeah. I, I, his dominance at his level and his age, no one should be able to do that. Well, let's acknowledge that they were playing the Miami Dolphins. That is true, yes. But still, it's astounding to me how Brady can play at his age and still play at this level. Yeah, um, I do think it's a little ridiculous that... The Dolphins uh, probably got their hopes up at 10-7 in the first quarter, and then the second quarter, Tampa Bay Buccaneers pedal to the metal. Yep. Suddenly, it's 24-10. Suddenly, it's 45-17. Suddenly, they're not good anymore. Yeah. The the Buccaneers just beat up on their opponents, except when they're the Patriots, Mm. and it's it's just... 
Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah, um, I do think that the Buccaneers are a very flawed team on defense, though. A yeah. lot more flawed than people are going to point out, especially with injuries to Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bunting in their secondary. That's really hurting them. Yeah. But they're still a good team on defense. They're still a great, great team on offense, and that should propel them a long way in this NFC race, and especially in this NFC South race. Yeah. Now... Next game is the game that we were just talking about a minute ago. Packers and Cincinnati, an overtime win for the Packers, 25-22. to I believe both kickers missed three field goals. So Mason Crosby missed three field goals and an extra point. Evan McPherson missed two field goals. Here's why Mason Crosby's field goals are infinitely more unacceptable. Mason Crosby has been playing in the league since 2007. Oh, oh. Uh, he was a fourth-round pick of the Jacksonville Jaguar. Hold on, I'm sorry. He was a fourth-round pick of the no, a seventh-round pick of the Green Bay Packers in 2007. He is made to be better than this. He's their most consistent kicker, and the guy is missing chip shots, like 20-yard field goals, 30-yard field goals. All they had to do was secure this one field goal in overtime, and. Evan McPherson on the other side, he's going for 49 yarders, 50 some yarders. These are hard field goals. Mason Crosby, these are chip shots. The offense is giving him every single opportunity possible. I had one human claim that Mason Crosby is the best kicker of all time before this game started. Uh, oh, that's a, oh, a push. Oh, is that incorrect after this game? Oh, yeah. What an abysmal showing. No player in the NFL has done worse than Mason Crosby in this game than in the entire four five weeks of this season yeah i mean the kickers this game bad the rest of the team not so bad i oh, mean aaron Rodgers, Devonte adams aaron jones and this packers offense was jay dylan too yeah they played good the Bengals offense joe burrow who is fine after going to the hospital with some sort of throat injury he's gonna he they're saying he's gonna play next week him and jamar chase that's an amazing connection that yeah. they've got. That, that's going to be a deadly duo in the future, but the, the kickers were at fault here. Yeah. I, I don't even want to count these win totals just because the kickers were just trading missed yeah. field goals left and right. Ugh. Mm. Especially since I had such a confident Bengals pick every time I thought Evan McPherson was going to go up there and get that game-winning field goal, and he just narrowly missed. I was, like, screaming at my phone. Yeah. Next what game. a ridiculous game. Yeah. Next game we have is the Broncos and the Steelers. Steelers winning 27-19. Now, I'm going to talk about the Steelers first, then I'm going to talk about the Broncos. The Steelers, this was the first game where Big Ben didn't look like he was going to retire after the season. I mean, Big Ben finally... He still better do that, though. Yeah. But, I mean, Big Ben played the best he's played so far this season in this matchup. They did lose Juju Smith-Schuster for this season, but... That's not a big loss. That's not a big loss. I mean... They weren't really that good even to start with. But this was a very good team. Now, the Broncos. Go off, Sid. I said if Drew Locke was playing, they were going to lose. Teddy Bridgewater played. They still lost. I mean, I don't know what to say. If you want to score all your points in the fourth quarter, you should probably not do that. I'd prefer if we scored more points, you know, not all at the fourth quarter. Probably like seven points at least in every quarter so you're suggesting that the broncos should make an effort to win the game yeah i mean not try to go down like i don't know 20 points and win it all in the fourth quarter that's not going to happen yeah it would help if they didn't do that i agree this is the type of game we've had a couple like for most seasons where 
they decide to not play for the first three quarters. They think they're the Chiefs. They're like, okay, we're going to come back. And they realize they're not the Chiefs, and, you know, they stop winning. The yeah. fourth quarter does give me hope, but not as much hope as the first three quarters because, you know. Uh, that's when all the football is played. I mean, yeah, that's when you should. You should also play the first three quarters. I mean, yeah. all of them matter. Like, you mess up one quarter, the rest are, you know. Yeah. This performance also makes it so that every quarterback has had at least one interception. Teddy yes. Bridgewater had his first turnover. Yeah. So, not a good day for the Broncos. At least they didn't have to start Drew Locke and make it 38-0. Yeah. That's your upside. Yeah. Um, There's that at least. Just in case every anybody forgot, um, it's a contest between who, between Sid and Josh, hates Drew Locke more. Yeah. Now... One of the most surprising games this week, the Chicago Bears and the Las Vegas Raiders, Poor with the Raiders. Chicago Bears winning 20 to 9. And now I don't feel bad for, you know, being for sort of trolling on the Raiders team, even though they're above us, they lost to the Bears. I'll give them that. This has been a horrible two days for the Raiders. Oh yeah, definitely. For anyone who uh isn't aware, John Gruden has resigned as the Raiders head coach after some really horrendous comments towards Roger Goodell and just just a lot of bad stuff. You can read it on your own time if you want to. We're not gonna get into it here. I mean, Justin Fields, he didn't have an interception this game. Yay. He had a touchdown. <laughs> Hundred and you know eleven yards, a lot of ones. Yeah, a lot of ones. But uh, you know, I'm not convinced. <laughs> this was the defensive side of the Bears. You know, the defensive side I've been waiting for for a while now. But you know, this offense still has to play better. Tell me, do you know who this human is who had who was their leading rusher, Khalil Herbert? No. If you told me that name, I'd say it's a mixture of Khalil Mack and Justin Herbert. But I don't. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um. On the Raiders' side of the ball, this was uh, kind of an extended version of the first half of their game against the Chargers. <sighs> what a mess. Yeah. What a mess for the Raiders. Um, a couple weeks ago, they looked like a possible Super Bowl contender. And now, maybe not. They. What is their future, do you think, in the AFC West? Well, they have potential to be a competitive team. But after this one, maybe their highest spot they can get is two. If we're pushing it, because, you know, the Chargers, Chargers are amazing. They're one. They're yeah, there, one. There's the Chiefs, you know. The, the Chiefs will show out, you know, if their defense doesn't, you know, decide to not play football. Well, we'll talk about the Chiefs. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the Broncos. Yeah. They're yeah. they're in the division. That's they're correct. Still in the division. <laughs> Over 500. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, hold on to that for as long as you can. Yeah. All right. All right. Next game we have the most exciting game, in my opinion, this week. The I Browns and the Chargers. Chargers winning 47-42. to 42. I I wanted the Browns to win this, but hey, it doesn't matter. The, the, Sid, a closet Browns fan, by the way, in case anyone was wondering. I, but go on. Yes. I, I said if the Chargers won this, I wouldn't be that mad because they're the only other team in the AFC West that I kind of like. Well, you, kind of, kind of. You better more than kind of like this team. Uh, yeah. This team is fun to watch, firing on all cylinders. Give me a break. I mean, I know the the defense. There's <laughs> this was definitely not a defensive game, <laughs> but I love these type of games where it's like forty seven, forty two. It's just every, both offenses are firing at each other. Who's gonna mess up first? And in this case, it would be the Browns. Justin Herbert is. 
is immaculate right now. Yeah. Oh, Justin Herbert's going insane. He is amazing. It's truly special to watch. Everything that they could have wanted out of a sixth overall pick. Um, Austin Eckler, again, had an amazing game. The stat sheet might not show it, but uh, he was firing on all cylinders as well. Mike Williams went over 150 yards in this game. Um, a little fun fact about this game, 47-42 was also the final score of another game the Browns lost last year against the Ravens, if you remember that game. Yep. Very fun Thursday night football game. Yeah. I mean, for the Browns, also the, the rushing attack of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb was pretty good. Nick Chubb, I believe, had 161 rushing yards. Baker Mayfield didn't do that bad. 335 passing yards with two touchdowns. This was just, you know, which defense would hold on just a tad bit longer. You would think it would be the Browns. Yeah, the, the Browns seem to be a better defense, but hey, look, look at this Chargers defense. They, they were able to hold off Browns at the last minute. A lot of these free agent acquisitions that everyone was herald- heralding, like um, John Johnson and Troy Hill, they're not turning out quite as well as I thought they would. Yeah. They yep. were my favorite offseason moves. But even though that's not happening, this is still like a, a really amazing team. This is this is probably the best 3-2 and two team in yeah, the league. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's get to our next game. All right, the next game we have oh. is the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Oh, now, Giants. Giants fans. I know you. your team didn't seem to play that well, but now there's injuries to Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and I believe Kenny Galladay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> please hang in there. <laughs> we don't hate you Giants fans. We just we feel kind of sad for it. Right? Just your team. Just your team. I mean, on the other side, the Cowboys, I mean, what do I say? They're, they're amazing. Dak going off. Zeke Pollard going off. Wide receiver core going off. Trayvon Diggs, going off. Micah Parsons, poor going off. Okay, I have a message to everyone still honking about Ezekiel Elliott possibly not being as good or declining. Shut up. Who? You are wrong. I mean, I last year, he didn't have a quarterback, and their offensive line was kind of bad. And now, people said because of that, he's not a top 10 running back. He's a top 10 running back. Oh, absolutely. Back. He's back in his possibly prime form like this cowboys team has potential to go deep in the playoffs just because there are two talented players on your roster that play the same position that doesn't mean that one player has progressed that means that your front office is good on some level at building talent or that you got a random score in the draft or in free agency yeah definitely please please stop putting Ezekiel Elliott at a lower level than he actually is. If I see one more stupid Twitter post saying, oh, should we be worried about Ezekiel Elliott? I'm going to lose it, frankly. Yeah, there's so much ZK. You kind of need to stop it. It, it. it boils my brain that people are still asking that question. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. All right. Next game we have, and also a quite surprising game, Arizona Cardinals and San Francisco 49ers with the Cardinals winning 17-10. Now, I had this game in a complete blowout because it was Trey Lance's first start. Mm-hmm. Now, this Cardinals offense, I do, who would have expected them to put 17 points only? Yeah. Um, the, the real catalyst for this game, I feel like, is the Cardinals offense underperforming on all, all facets of the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, no, no running back had three yards a carry. That's abysmal. Um, 
No wide receiver had above 100 yards. DeAndre Hopkins was the closest with 87. Yeah. Which sounds like, wow, you're expecting him to get 100 yards every game. Well, yeah, because they have DeAndre freaking Hopkins. He's and pretty good at football. And they're the most dominant offense in the league right now. Yeah. But, I mean, Kyler Murray was still fine. Yeah. Kyler I mean, Murray was actually playing pretty well. Trey Lance wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I believe Trey Lance was partially injured on one of the runs. I mean, I kind of expect this of him. He's going up against the the best team in the league. Well, yeah. possibly the best team in the league. Uh, is it though? I saw a Sunday night football game that convinced me that one there is one team that might be possibly, better. possibly, definitely top two. We might have to figure out which ones two, which ones one. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But you know, Trey Lance also being their leading rusher with eighty nine yards, the second highest being Eli Mitchell with forty three. Trey Lance is showing to be a good dual-threat quarterback, but this is his first start. The the 49ers are also, like, so, so injured on running back. Yeah. Injured to a really sad point, actually. So kind of. it's, I mean, it's good that they're at least using Trey Lance in the running game, but mm-hmm. oh, what a mess. Yeah. All right, we should probably wrap things up. Mm-hmm. And what a perfect place to almost end on. With this lovely little game right Sunday here. night football, Bills and Chiefs, Buffalo winning 38-20. to 20. I am so happy the Bills won. Josh Allen, I'm convinced now he's MVP. I'm convinced now. Oh, hold on. Oh, mm, okay. I think he overtakes now Kyler Murray as in the one spot. No, mm-mm. Mm, oh. you're, you're going off just one game. Name one good defense that the Bills have faced. The Washington football team. No. No? No, 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 no. They have been way underperforming Um, this year against every team. Yeah, I guess you could say the defenses have been kind of iffy, but hey. The one good defense they faced was the Steelers. And they lost. Look. But I mean, that that seemed like rust. That seemed like rust. Yes, and and don't get me wrong. They are they are playing extremely well on offense. They are not. I say this all the time. They're not just skating by these these piddling teams. They're beating them decisively. It's embarrassing to watch if you're the other team. But this game was a lot of the defense creating opportunities for the offense, and the offense not needing to do too much because they were already up. And the Chiefs blowing offensive drives. Patrick Mahomes had a horrible game today. Yeah, 272 passing yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, a very un-Mahomes-like game. Uh, this, this, nobody expects them to be 2-3. and three. No, yeah. Their defense is a problem, and when their offense, you know, can't do stuff, can't get the drive moving, that's a problem for this team. Well, let's just say it. The Chiefs are, the Chiefs are on a regression. Yeah, um, possibly. No, they are. What excites you about the Chiefs apart from the quarterback? Besides Kelsey and uh, yeah, I could, Hill. I mean, I think it's only the quarterback because remember when they had Alex Smith, they, they still had Hill and Kelsey, but... That was a very good team around them, though. Yeah, but, you know, I still, I, I still have hope that they get into the playoffs. If they don't, that yeah. definitely proves that they're on regression. But Not John, in that AFC West, though. Yeah, I mean, that's a nasty division, yeah. even with the Raiders and all their And woes. the Broncos. Iffy. Yeah, yeah. okay, Sid. I mean... Hey, you, you have your little Broncos. Yeah. 
I mean, Josh Allen, he threw lasers that game. Especially Did he? His, his touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders, a laser. His throw to Stefan Diggs, a laser. This man is a laser beam. Look, there's almost nobody on the planet who's as big a Josh Allen, as, uh, Josh Allen fan as I am. I have my Josh Allen jersey coming in this week. But he's just not as good as last year. I'm sorry. It's 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 a more complete team than last year. Last year was a lot of Josh Allen creating plays and Josh Allen just carrying this offense with kind of a middling defense. This defense is strong. It's top three. This offense is kind of regressed from last year. It's more led by its rushing attack and it's less carried by the crea- connection between Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Is it a stronger team? Yes. Is Josh Allen a better quarterback? That remains to be seen. I want to see him face a better defense, and I want to see him be less set up by the failures of other teams. I do agree with you on that, but because the defense and the rest of the team is doing better, he doesn't have to you know, play that well, and I understand. We'll but see- he still should. Yeah. I mean, he, he has shown that... I mean, this this performance, 315 passing yards and three touchdowns, that, that's a pretty good performance. By the way, we're arguing about whether Josh Allen's like the third or the first best quarterback in the league. Oh, yeah. He is playing insane. Oh, yeah, definitely top three in MVP pick. Yes. Yeah. Well, that remains to see if, if, you know, once they face a good team, will they step up? Yes. Yeah. I believe that they will because of this game. But also, it's a lot of Chiefs failures that are bringing them this way. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if that means that the Bills are just so good that they're going to cause other good teams to fail, then I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right, our final game, Monday Night Football, Colts and Ravens. The Ravens oh. winning 31-25. Oh. I mean, the the, Ra- the Colts were up 22-3 to at halftime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that rushing record that the Ravens had was stuck in their head, but I mean, they, they couldn't get anything done in the first half. And possibly not even the third quarter, but the fourth quarter. Ooh. The did, score the score was twenty-five to nine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first half, Carson Carson Wentz played really well. I did not give him enough credit. He had over four hundred passing yards and two touchdowns. He he played very well, I will say. Mm, he played alright. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson, career high in passing yards, had over five hundred total yards this game. I mean, wow. This Mark was... Andrews looked revived. He oh. looked much more like his 2019 self. I mean, all of those Lamars are running back fans. Yeah. This was the game that they did not want to watch. Hey, uh, right up there with my Ezekiel Elliott beef is all of my beef with simple-minded clowns calling Lamar Jackson a running back yeah. in 2021. Yeah, I, he's not a running Give back Give me a break. He is the best dual-threat quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As I say, dual-threat quarterback, not a running back. As we see here, he is a good quarterback. He can throw the ball. Yes. He's definitely improved on a passer, I will say. Yes, and... Who cares about the stupid rushing record? We know they're a great team. You know they can run the ball. Yeah. And now we know they can we, run the, pass the ball. So. News, <laughs> news flash. The, the Ravens are a team led by their rushing attack. Wow. Did you also know that um, the Bills are a well-built team and that the Vikings and Kirk Cousins will never win a game in pride time? 
Josh will return on Wednesday for more obvious facts that everybody already knew. Yeah. Give me a break with this rushing record. Yeah. They they came back from 25 to 9. By the way, the Colts have no business winning this game. I didn't think they just they had any business leading in this game. Well, it it you don't I feel like if you give up that big lead like a 25 to 9 lead, oh, yeah. you don't deserve to win the game. Oh yeah, definitely. But at the same time, that'll be one blocked field goal and one missed field goal from uh, Rodrigo yeah. Blankenship. Yeah, I, I know he was dealing with some sort of injury, but, you know, I still felt like he should have made that field goal at the end of the game. It's a, I mean, it's the, a kick. I mean, the Ravens, the, the Ravens gave him that field goal. They were out of field goal range, comes a penalty, and then, you know, they're in range now. Carson yeah. Wentz was able to get Rodrigo Blankenship in range. It's just yeah. that he missed. Carson once though, had some really poor throws at the end of that game. That, that is true. There was one sideline pass that was just abysmal at the end of the game. If he, if he puts that on the money, then they're, they're in the clear. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. All right. If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. We'll be back hopefully tomorrow with the week six preview. Um, I believe. Make it, make it Thursday. Make it. All right. Thursday we'll be back with week six preview. Uh, if you like this podcast, please consider subscribing and writing a comment. We have it on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcasts. And make sure you turn on the notification bell as well so uh, you know when new episodes come out. Yeah. As I said, I'm Sid Kalyani here with Josh Shippen, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye bye.